Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Gray's Academy. You have your season two expert hosts. My name is Carmen. My name is Kelsey. And it is finally time for this beautiful day for a finale podcast. Uh, I think that everyone needs to know. I fucking hate this show. (laughs) Carmen was mad. Carmen watched this the second we stopped recording the um, last episode. And then exactly like 47 minutes later, he texted me. I fucking hate this show. But you were asleep, so I I didn't have the gratification of knowing what you actually thought about my text until this morning, when all you did was heart it and then say, ha, 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 at 5 a.m. So (laughs) it is funny, but I didn't know what that meant, and I was pissed off (laughs) all day. Uh, Anyways, all right, let's talk about this episode, and there's going to be a lot of swearing. If I've already offended you by that one F-bomb, this... is going to be a, a roller coaster you do not want to be on. So uh, we invite you to get off. But also, if you want to drop a drop a line and, and listen to us dropping f bombs, uh, make sure to give uh, uh, us a follow on Instagram at Gray's Academy Pod. Send us your email with your thoughts of this episode at Gray's Academy Pod at gmail.com. and let uh, Kelsey. No, your her, or your thoughts at chaotically Kelky on Instagram, and me your thoughts, but don't spoil season three because I have no idea what's happening. Uh, <laughs> at Carmen.Gabriel.Official, and Kelsey, take it away. Okay, I'm so excited. Um, this is the 27th and final episode of the second season. This is the 36th episode overall, and it is called "Losing My Religion" by REM. Lo- Losing My Religion by Losing REM. My Ooh, so good. R.E.M., is that you? Uh, yes. This, this song reunited. was released. Uh, it's Yes, you're back in action. Uh, this was the first single from the 1991 album Out of Time. Um, now, this song got a lot of acclaim for its music video, and this was back when MTV and VH1 were still around actually doing music videos. Um, but uh, it reached as high as number four on the Billboard Hot 100. And it uh, won two awards at the 1992 Grammys, Best Short uh, Form Music Video and Best Pop Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals. Uh, the, the charting that this song had gotten, like I said, reached as high as number four in the Billboard Hot 100. But in the alternative U.S. airplay charts and the U.S. mainstream rock charts, it reached number one on those Billboard uh, uh, genre charts. It reached as high as number one in Belgium and the Netherlands. Uh, And then also, uh, it reached 11 in Australia, 6 in Austria, 6 in Canada, 9 in Denmark, uh, 3 in France, 5 in Ireland, 8 in Italy, uh, 16 in New Zealand, 4 in Norway, and uh, 19 in the UK. So, uh, did really well. A lot of critical acclaim. if I'm thinking about um, the the lyrics of the song and and how I envisioned this episode would go, uh, every time it said uh, so, there's there's a line in in the song: the distance in your eyes, uh, the lengths that I will go. Uh, 
that's me in the corner. That's me in the spotlight, losing my religion. That's I'm thinking. That's me in the corner. That's, that's me in, in the spot. The spot. <laughs> yes. <Light laughs> losing. I really like REM, guys. I grew up yes. listening to REM because it was my dad's favorite band. So it's like yes. core memories. <laughs> what was the other song that uh, they did that was REM? Um, oh, that's going to bother me. <laughs> They, it's okay. We'll 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 go back and yeah, figure it out. I would have said losing uh, my religion, but that's wrong. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, hold on, this is going to bother me too. Hold on, don't Google it because there's probably more in the future. No, I'm just uh, googling popular REM songs, and uh, okay, I'm just gonna. It's the end of the world as we know it. Yes, it's there we the go. End of the world as we know it. Uh, anyways, yeah, I. I, I the lyrics of this song pointed me towards a Derek Meredith thing, which spoiler alert, fuck those people. Fuck Derek. (laughs) Fuck Meredith. Fuck them both. They're out here fucking each other. Fucking stupid assholes. Fuck dumb. Uh, that's what I got. That's what I got for losing my religion. R.E.M. Thank you. (laughs) Um, back to you, Kelsey, not you, Derek and Meredith back to you, Kelsey. Um, Okay, so I actually got super excited because I found a blog post that Shonda Rhimes wrote about this episode. And it made me so excited to read it. But first, let me finish my my fan fun facts. This episode was written by Shonda Rhimes, and you know when she writes it, shit's going to go down. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was a big one. Um, It was directed by Mark Tinker. Uh, aired May 15th, 2006, 22.5 million views. So same as the one that it aired with. Um, it technically had no voiceover, but it also technically aired with the first one. So it kind of did. It just didn't have a voiceover at the end. So it's kind of back and forth. Um, this episode was ranked number 63 on a 2009 list for from TV Guide saying uh, the top 100 episodes of all time. For Grey's Anatomy, no. Top of one hundred episodes. Uh, they didn't include reality or game shows. Okay, so top one hundred TV show episodes of anything all time of all time in two thousand and nine. This was number sixty three. Wow. Yes. That's number impressive. One was actually, a Seinfeld episode. I did look it up. <laughs> what was uh? What was number ten? Um, I think I still have the list pulled up because I knew well, you were going to I went on the top 10. Let's see the top 10. Um, okay. I just, just, number so one. Number 10 was um, an episode of 24, season one, 11 p.m. to 12 a.m. I never okay. watched 24. I never did either. Um, episode, number nine was All in the Family, Cousin Maud's Visit. Number eight was yeah, Mad Men, Nixon versus Kennedy. Number seven was The Honeymooners, Better Living Through TV. Number six is ER, Love's Labor Lost. Number five is the pilot episode of Lost. Number four is I Love Lucy. Lucy does a TV commercial. Number three was the Mary Tyler Moore show Chuckles Bites the Dust. (laughs) Number two is The Sopranos College. And number one is Seinfeld The Contest. Now, I did look it up. There's an episode of House on here and an episode of Scrubs. Hey, there we go. And an episode of Gilmore Girls. (laughs) Hey. Hey. And uh, an episode of Friends. And an episode of How I Met Your Mother. Hey! So I just remember I like was looking through it and I was like, "What are all the shows that we like that I noted?" You know who my like, favorite character in Simpsons Gilmore Girls is? As well as, um, Luke Steiner. Luke Steiner. <laughs> Fuck you! You ruined my joke. <laughs> That's because you've told it before. 
Uh, for anyone listening, uh, like you like Gilmore Girls, Jessica and I were walking around uh, in a downtown area, and Jess goes, oh, Luke Steiner. And I was like, who? And she said, Luke Steiner. And I was like, I don't know. Is that like a country artist? Like, is that like a musician? And, I go, and she goes, what are you saying? And I said, who the fuck is Luke Steiner? And she goes, no, Luke's Diner from Gilmore Girls. So now every time I think of that show, it's, uh, I say Luke Steiner is my favorite character from the show. So anyways, I digress. Thank you for that rundown of uh, top 10 episodes of all time in 2009. You're so welcome. There hasn't been a list since then. I was kind of bummed. Should we make one? <laughs> yeah, me and you should make one. Because <laughs> I've been watching our- the same three shows for the past 12 years. So, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one of the episodes someday is going to have to be ranking all of our uh, Grey's Anatomy episodes. That's too many. Once Even we right get now, through that's all already of them. 36. That's so many. No, no, no. Once we get through all of them. That's 401. Okay, then we'll just right rank now, the top by 10 the time episodes. we get there. Just the top 10. Okay. No recap because this aired with another episode. It just continued to be an episode. Can you just imagine? They're like, all right, recap from 45 minutes ago in case you forgot. <laughs> um, okay. So let's see. We're in the OR. Oh, wait. No, I was. I totally got distracted from the Shonda episode, from the Shonda thing that she wrote. Oh, yes. Tell us. Um, so she actually said, where'd it go? I want to read it. Wait, was this the highest ranking Grey's Anatomy episode on the list as of 2009? It's the only Grey's Anatomy episode on the list. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. So it's all downhill all the way through 2009 for the next three seasons. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so this says, I named this episode Losing My Religion because to me that is what happens to each, each intern in the episode. Each intern lets go of the things they've held on to all season. George lets go of loving Meredith. Christina lets go of her well-checked emotions. Izzy is forced to let go of her idealism, which leads to her letting go of medicine. Alex lets go of his rage against Izzy, and Meredith just lets go. <laughs> let's go of everything. Fuck you, Meredith. And Derek. Um, Derek, honestly, fuck you, Derek. You're the worst. You're the worst. But also, Meredith, you're not innocent. I hate you. Um, so that's fun. There is a lot of... I, this article is really cool. I'll probably send it to you um, because I think you'll find it interesting as well. Um, but yeah, it's a really good good. As long as it's spoiler three. She, yeah, she just wrote it about this. And she... Says even in the thing, she's like, you know, I hate spoilers, so I can't talk about anything that's going to happen. But she says she didn't want to kill Denny. She was like, I created this character knowing that he had to die. But like as it got closer and closer, like to actually happening, she was like, I just so didn't want it to happen. And she was like the show, like the other writers were like, we can't do it. Like Jeffrey Dean Morgan was like, is there a way to not die? And like even like executives at ABC were like, wouldn't it be neat if you didn't kill him? And she was like, yeah, I super don't want to do that, but I'm going to have to do it. So, oh, it's so good. I am so good at predictions. (laughs) Okay. But which one are you sticking to? The one where I was right. Um, so the I one think I, I verbatim, was, 
I verbatim said that he was going to make it through the surgery, be touch and go, and die by the end of the episode. Yeah, but and I then think you it, said that he couldn't die because if he died, Izzy would have to go to jail. <laughs> so you well, said he can't die, but they're not well, going to end up that together. Was, that, listen, I... I'm going to go with my gut on that one. That was my first, my first reaction. So, and also I, so is, is Catherine Heigl done now? Like she's done? No, absolutely not. I thought, I thought, so it's more than, is it more than three seasons? Yes. For some reason, I thought that she was only on there for three seasons. In, in the article that I read, that was a spoiler because it was talking about, uh, how, uh, Ellen Pompeo referred to her as like a women's rights feminism activist mm-hmm. ahead of her time. And I thought that the way that that made it sound, she was only on there for three seasons before she got nope. written off. Okay. All right. Well, then that is why I'm sticking to my first thing. And she is Denny's dead. And I nailed it. I'm great. <laughs> um, okay. Well, Denny is dead. So what was your reaction to that? That was a bummer. <laughs> I just need to jump ahead and know what you did when he died right in the middle of Meredith and Derek's sex. I was, I was so pissed off about the Derek and Meredith sex thing. Now, listen, I actually, I'm so scarred from the dream sequence in Twilight where they, they end up and the guy's heads cut off and then it's like, oh, flashback, plot twist, none of this ever happened. Yeah. That I thought it was going to be like a weird Derek dream sequence. <laughs> that they didn't have sex. That they didn't actually have sex. Um, but in the middle of all that with Denny dying, I was that was when I think I texted you, I fucking hate this show. <laughs> because it was all of that at the same time. Yeah. And I was like, Denny, and I knew he had to die. We all, like, like he had to die. It makes sense. But... I'm glad that it seemed like he went relatively painless. It looks like what, what Izzy said, maybe like a, a stroke or an embolism embolism yeah. or something. Like he looked like he was like, Oh, this is uncomfortable. Dead afterlife. Like he didn't suffer. He didn't have like a seizure. He didn't have like a, a bleeding out. Um, yeah. I, it's sad. It was sad, but it looked like he, it was relatively painless, which I think I, I can appreciate a painless death. Um, it was really uncomfortable watching Izzy laying in bed with him dead. And he's like gray. Yeah. Like he has lost color. He's it is been upsetting. Yes. It's, and there's one line and we'll get, we'll get to it, but I think it's like along the lines of an hour ago, he was proposing to me yeah. and now he's going to the morgue yeah. and I'm like, fuck, Ouch. that's heavy shit. And it then when she bad. said that she changed her dress three times, I was like, that sucks. That yeah. is because you could have said goodbye. You could have been there, yeah. even but if it like, wasn't. Yeah, you couldn't have saved him, but you might no. have been there. But is that better? Yeah. Is that better to watch the person you, you love die? I don't, I don't know. know. There's not really a great option here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, let's let's ease into this episode a little <laughs> bit more now that one. we've jumped right to the fucking climax. Uh, this is, uh, that episode ended, and I was like, oh, good god, that's good TV. <laughs> It's great TV. It's and then, no, you know, TV. we'll get it. We'll get to the end. We'll get to the end. We'll, okay, we'll do okay, this okay. the right way. Roll, we'll, we'll roll it live. We'll run it live. Okay. 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 So we're in the yard. Derek has Burke awake and he has calmed him down and he's getting him to touch all his fingers. So we know his hand is not paralyzed. Christina. I'm still pissed at Christina. 
that's fine. That's your business. Yeah. Christina, no, no, I mean in this moment. Sorry, in this Christina moment. Christina goes I'm on a journey in this episode. It's a whole big thing. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> it's an important character arc that um, is good, in my opinion. All the I think all of the interns go through a very visible arc throughout the whole season, but even specifically in this episode, it's so cool to, and they basically all verbalize it for us in their little meetings. So I just think, Oh, I love that. So good. Really God, well. So good. Um, okay. So Burke sees Christina leave. She's obviously upset. Um, whatever. She's overwhelmed. She doesn't like emotions. She doesn't like having them. So she just leaves. Um, Bailey but his hand and, moves. Yes. He is able to touch his fingers. So in that moment, we think his hand is fine. Uh, which was a prediction that maybe you weren't so correct on. Uh, Bailey and Han are still, still with, you said his hand was going to be fine. Yeah. His it's hand is not, fine. It's it is clearly, fine. it's fine. I'm right. You he, want listen. a heart surgeon with a shaky hand? No, it's going to, physical therapy. He's going to be fine. Hmm. 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 Weber had brain surgery and, and was fine. Preston yeah, will be okay. His brain wasn't shaking. Yes, it was. No, it weren't. Oh, it it was. And it's still it's still twiz. Twasn't twisn't. Twisn't. <laughs> okay. Twuck Bailey you. <laughs> Bailey and Han are with Denny in surgery. Uh, it's still not beating, and Bailey's like Doctor Han, and she's like just wait. Oh, which I feel like this is a thing you see anytime a medical show does like a heart surgery. There's always one doctor that's like wait for it, and everyone else is like no do something and they're like wait and then it starts beating <laughs> um and then izzy is in the gallery crying happy tears i guess i don't know happy stressed tears about the heart she just stole working great i i um never mind we'll get to it but i really <laughs> have so many feelings about is i have feelings about every single thing in this episode you know what yeah. i actually don't have feelings about um bailey other than love and she's just great yeah I kind of yeah. hate everyone else in this episode, though. That's well, fair. no, Bailey, Addison, and Burke. I'm I love them all in this episode. Everyone else, nah, Alex is fine. We'll get to it. I'm sorry. I'm just there's there's a lot that happened, and I'm just so stressed out about this episode. Okay. Whew, okay, this is going to be a, just a ride. I can tell. They are all in the chief's office, and they're each going down the line and being like, "I cut the Elvad wire. I cut the Elvad wire. I am Spartacus. No, I am Spartacus." It's like one of those moments where they're all like, "Oh, if we all say it, then no one can get in trouble." It's so great. What a good plan. La 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 la. So good. Except um, and Alex. <laughs> and then Christina hesitates and then does it, and then Alex is like, "I wasn't even here." <laughs> so good. And they're like, "That's not the point." They all they all jump on him. So good. Ugh. I love it. Um, uh, I did take a note, though, that Izzy is not in scrubs because Bailey said, you're not a doctor anymore. Get out of my hospital. So notable. Um, Richard is big mad, which is justified. Um, <laughs> I literally wrote Weber is big mad, capitalized <laughs> big and mad. Do you see that? Big mad is capitalized in mine, too. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. And we're both wearing blue shirts. Oh my God. It's like we're best friends. Okay. Oh um, my gosh. So they go to leave and he tells them that they can't go in an operating, like they can't go in an OR. They can't do any surgery. They can't even be on the surgical floor until someone confesses um, and then assigns them to Camille Travis, but doesn't tell them who she is. 
So then they're in the hallway arguing and Alex is like, I'm going to tell him I'm going to turn Izzy in. And they're like, no. And then Christina does the thing where she's like, we're all in this together. And then she's like, wait, what the fuck did I just say? And Meredith and Izzy are also like, what just happened? It's a very good moment for Christina. And I like it a lot. Um, she's like, damn it. And, uh, so then they're like, fine. Okay. And George is like, oh, so we'll just take care of this cancer kid. Like that won't be hard. And then Bailey comes over with Claire and Natalie and is like, um, well, this girl is the chief's niece and you're going to throw her a prom. So shut up and go be dumb somewhere else. And, um, <laughs> then we have Christina and Meredith talking about when they were in high school and Christina goes, I didn't like teenage girls when I was a teenage girl and <laughs> Meredith wore a lot of black and didn't go to prom and Christina went to prom and what did she say? Her date threw up on her and then tried to feel her up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> so good. Um, and then Izzy goes to see Denny. He's doing well. Izzy's being super weird. <laughs> and she's just this like, is, I was so weird. pissed at this scene. <laughs> I love when she's like, woohoo, Denny. <laughs> good job. Okay, bye. Yeah, it's like you just threw away your career. Um, you had a melt like uh, a chernobyl style nuclear meltdown and then you just act like this guy's your pal when you get when he gets out of surgery and it's like oh hey like okay talk to you later like home slice like fist bump what um it's just dumb and she's so weird about it and then you have this speech from denny uh where he's like i get to make my own decisions i choose you you're who I want to wake up and go to bed and everything in between. That's super cute. And then she's like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. She just does duck out, duck out pretty fast. Um, but I, yeah, I do love that speech. Um, he says, I get to choose now and what I choose is you. And I wrote, I was like, if you read that speech, like on the page, I would be like, Oh my God, this is so corny and like dumb, like whatever. But he delivers it and it's so genuine and like heartfelt. It doesn't feel corny in that moment. And he's just like, it doesn't feel weird. And I, <laughs> I kind of get why she runs away. Cause it's a lot, but at the same time, I just think it's like such a good moment between the two. It's such a good speech. It's very well done, and uh, and also I don't know if there's a delay on your end, but I think it's it's the internet right now. Probably. Um, so so if anyone's listening right now, we are so we are sorry. recording through a, a thunderstorm at three a.m. Uh, <laughs> again. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was just weird. And he's like, at that, at that point, I was like, Denny is going to die uh, because it's just this is weird. So he's for sure going to die. But now that he's said that he chose Izzy, he's going to die. And then she walks away from him. And then I say, dumb bitch, exclamation point, And then we get the title card. Um, yes, title card, 722. Okay. <clears throat> Richard and Bailey are talking about the interns. He's like, I'm going to talk to each of them alone so I can break them. Also, what are you wearing to prom? And he announces that everyone has to go to prom because if he has to go, everyone has to go. Well, yeah, um, and Adele <laughs> tore him a new one and was like, I know about yes, your affair, did. you dumb bitch. <laughs> yes. Also, I definitely thought she was in this episode. I heard this part of the episode and I was really surprised when I didn't see her at the prom because I really remembered her being there, but I guess it was just from the first half. Um, also I did look it up and she did win an Emmy for guest, um, appearance on this show, but it wasn't for this season. It was for a future season. So 
that you will need come. to point that out when it happens. I shall. Um, but she was actually nominated for like five times for guest appearances on this show. So um, she's really good. Also, I'm going to go ahead and say Shondaland is the same as last time because it's the same episode. So there's no extra people. So Also, did you know that the girl who plays uh, Weber's niece is Valkyrie from the Marvel Cinematic Entertainment Universe? You know, I did know that. And you know why? It's because I'm not blind. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I really had, I struggled to see it. She grew up a lot from this to that. She did. She did grow up a lot. It's kind of crazy. It's like 11 years went by. <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, yeah, that's a whole lifetime. Where were you 11 years ago? You know? What year is it now? <laughs> Twenty. 22. I was in Florida. Uh, was I in Florida? What year was know. 11 years ago? 2011. <laughs> I was in college. <laughs> I'm not in Florida. I was not in college Almost or in Florida. in Florida. Um. Anyways. Okay. Where am I? Have I lost my spot? I have a George and Alex. <laughs> Okay, George and Alex are talking to the girls about the prom, and Alex is being like, "That's literally what he's doing on the table." Just one hundred percent. Yeah, he's so stupid, and I just love it when he gets up to pitch a fit, and George is just like, "Chief's niece, chief's niece, chief's niece, don't just the chief's niece." Um, and then the one girl goes, "It's fine. The hot ones are always mean. It's like a rule or something." And then I said. I bet Carmen's going to make a comment on the podcast about how he's not mean. Yeah, I actually was. <laughs> Were you going to Did you Did you make that note? <laughs> I'm not mean. No, no. <laughs> um, Never once fine. did I make that note. <laughs> um, you know, the so perfect then, response to that would have been like, oh, yeah, but you're also not hot. And then I would have cried and then I would have, you know, quit the podcast. I but, know, I can't, I can't hurt your feelings that much. Thank also, you, you wouldn't believe that. me even if I said that, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't act like we've known each other for a long time and traveled um, across different countries together. So good. Um, okay, so oh, they go to Bailey and they're like, please help us. We just, we can't. We don't. We're so dumb. Please help us. This, this is one of my favorite <laughs> television scenes ever, like of any show ever. It's just perfect because Bailey just nails it. On everything. And she's like, what? So what? I'm incredible. I'm Bailey, basically. Yes. I also love how she says pop. Pop. <laughs> the colors, uh, they pop. I love it. <laughs> they pop. She's so good. Um, yeah, she's amazing. Um, incredible. Perfect. Perfection. Okay. So Callie comes to talk to George and Izzy. Uh, they're blowing up. Well, he, she comes to talk to George and George and Izzy are blowing up balloons. Um, he won't tell her what happened with Denny and she's already mad about the other thing. <laughs> um, so she gets extra mad and then he's like, do you want to go to prom with me? And she's like, no, George, I don't want to go to prom with you. <laughs> just leaves. <laughs> Chef's kiss. It Perfect. was, it, it's, it's, that's also, uh, man, they have just such a weird relationship. It's, it's so weird. It's almost, it's like they, what? I just realized I didn't read the Netflix synopsis. 
Ooh, do it now. <laughs> okay, we're 27 minutes in, guys. Thanks for sticking around. Richard interrogates the interns about what happened with Denny. Meredith and Derek say goodbye to Doc. The hospital hosts a prom. <laughs> so sorry. That was my bad. I got too excited. Uh, well, here, listen, we're, we're in rare form maybe, because maybe last episode, rate this episode. <laughs> yeah, well, let's not, let's not jump the gun because now everyone is going to be like, oh, it's 27 minutes at eight. You know, you said you're going to do the thing. We didn't. Um, that's, uh, that's people mocking us. That's my voice. That's the international voice of people mocking us. Um, it, it's, uh, what was I going to say? Fuck. It's just such a weird relationship. It's like the writers were like, how do we just make... George and Callie, another Meredith and Derek. How do we make them awkward and like each other? Because now we've dropped the McDreamy thing. We need to make it like real. Uh, but it's just such an awkward relationship. It's I want them to succeed. They're cute together, but they're so awkward. It's weird. Yeah, it's I just feel like we should see more of it. You know what I mean? I agree. Like, I agree. We, that's just, we that's what we're missing. I'm like, it. it's not that it's not believable. It's that we haven't seen it. So you're just asking me to believe it based on nothing. Yeah. And she lives in the hospital. Yeah. That's still weird. Um, okay. I sorry. I keep, there's so many notes. I just have so many. Okay. Addison. Nope. Oh, the prom. Okay, so Meredith runs into the vet. McVet is there. And she asks him to go to prom. And he's like, oh, my God, I love prom. I was prom king. And she's like, oh, we are very different people. <laughs> um, uh, so good stuff. And she's like, oh, so what's up? What are you doing here? And he's like, uh, bad news about your dog, um, which I did have. I, I did feel bad that I didn't, like, re-warn you about this episode. No, I it's also good. had already warned you and I was like, yeah. I was pretty sure you were probably watching it with Jessica. So like maybe she was warning you. I wasn't sure. It's still. No, she was her, asleep but... next to okay. me because I <laughs> came, I came upstairs and she was watching the Kardashians and I said, I've had enough of this. Uh, <laughs> so I, I watched this episode. So here's the thing. And I, and I've got a couple of thoughts on this. Um, my dog has seizures. Yes. But Doc not because had seizures. of cancers. <laughs> no, no, just epilepsy. Uh, yes. But. It's it is interesting though, and it hits it hits close to home because they put Doc to sleep on phenobarbital, which mm-hmm. Grievous is on uh, as a regular medicine. So it's like every every it's it's the seizures will eventually kill him someday. It was sad, um, obviously different things, but I actually wasn't as sad as I thought I was going to be watching watching Doc die. I was quite sad, but I didn't cry. But I also have watched it many times, so. <laughs> And also it's tainted because of how much I hate Meredith and Derek and their bullshit. So yeah. Yeah. This would have been um, way more sad if it was like Bailey and, uh, I don't know, Bailey and Denny's dog, <laughs> Bailey and Denny got together <laughs> and had a dog, but we're, we're just friends. No, they were in love with each other oh, because they, they had affairs with each other. Oh, and okay, I was going to say, out, but she's married, but clearly that doesn't matter in this episode. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, which I will say, Shonda mentions that in the article that she writes. She's like, you know, when it's Derek and Meredith and they finally kiss and it's been this whole season building up to it, you're like, finally, this is happening. She's like, in reality, don't do that because no one's going to be doing a happy dance if you're committing adultery in the real world. 
So don't do it in the real world. And I was like, that's good advice, Shonda. I I just, here's the thing. And I need you listeners out here. I need you to reach out to us. I don't (laughs) have you adulteried. (laughs) And do you want to do it again and help, help me adulter with my wife? Um, No, (laughs) I want to know who who out there is a Derek and Meredith Stan and why people. Like, but, but why? I feel like, okay, so let me. I'm just gonna say this. I I think so much of it is with the hindsight of the whole show. I think so many okay. people forget this because so much happens over the course of 18 seasons. I think people just look past it, and or they're just like, look, they just have great chemistry. And you know, we're told so many times in the first season and even through the second season that they're soulmates and they were wanted to be together and. They clearly want to be together, but they just aren't because Derek's a fucking idiot. So I think most of the stands come from the future of the show and seeing how great they were in season one. And then just, I guess, being told that they belong together in season two. So they end up together. I am not going to answer that question. Are, am I going to feel... The way Things. I do about Ross and Rachel. The way you may, uh, I don't know. What do you feel about Ross and Rachel? Because I hate them. I hate them. It should have been <laughs> Rachel <go>. and Joey. <laughs> it should have been Rachel and like, you, you know how Phoebe got Mike and was just like a random person. Just yeah. that for everybody. Except That's for Monica fair. and Chandler. Monica and Chandler can stay. Yeah. <laughs> everybody else just gets new people. Yeah. Go to Paris, Rachel. Oh my God. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> they definitely <laughs> broke up after she moved back, but it's fine. <laughs> The next podcast we do is a friend's podcast. You heard it here first, everyone. If we're still alive. We haven't died before we finish this one. Yeah. Eventually, we will catch up. Even if they do a a new season each year, eventually, we will catch up. I don't know if that's factually correct. It will. There's more. We're going to try. No, it'll happen. It'll 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 take a long time, but it'll happen. (laughs) This is what those word problems in math. We're four where they're like, if Carmen and Kelsey do one podcast a week and there are already 400 episodes, but they continue to make 26 new episodes every year. How long will it take for Carmen and Kelsey to catch up to the new episodes? It's Yeah, uh, I'm getting a lot of math, math, math time PTSD right now. <laughs> uh, sixth uh, okay. grade testing. <laughs> so then we go Addison and Derek are over at the OR board. She's like, Oh, how's Preston? He's healing nicely, blah, 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 whatever. They're acting like it's fine. It's simply not fine. It's awkward and weird. And they both know it's awkward and weird. But then Derek is like, will you go to prom with me? And it's kind of cute. I guess, you know, <laughs> good job for minimal effort. Yay. Yeah. Job for existing in your marriage. For um, now. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, Chris, we see, we see I just Bert. hate it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just yelled fuck really loud. It's fine. Um, it's just, it's just, it makes sense to Christina's character, but it is frustrating to see. Oh, However, I was still yelling fuck at Derek and Addison. And oh, Marisol. okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, this next scene is makes sense for me for Christina's character. Um, but is frustrating to watch. However, jumping ahead, it makes the payoff at the end that much more satisfying in my opinion. Um, but we'll get there. So Burke's hand yeah. is shaking. Christina sees, he sees her, she leaves. 
it's a lot of leaving. Um, okay. So then we start our intern sessions with the chief. There we this go. This is good. Is so the way that they did this is so good. They're all back to back to back. Oh my God. They're so good. Okay. So first of all, before we start, who was your favorite? Did you have a favorite? Alex and Christina really? and yeah. George. <laughs> Basically just not Izzy or Meredith. Uh, uh, no, I would say, I would say in, in order, and I'm looking at my notes here. Um, Alex, number one, Christina, number two, mm. George, number three, Meredith, number four, Izzy, number five. Now, I like Meredith's content, but I'm yeah. just pissed at her for the episode. Uh, <laughs> But, but when you yeah. saw this before that had happened, you were less mad. No, I, but no, no, it, she still would have been number four, but I would have been happy about number four. Um, the only one I was actually mad at during this scene was Izzy because she's stupid. Um, she straight up is like, I don't feel bad. And I'm like, that's yeah. psychotic. You should yeah. super feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now the, the reason I like Alex's uh, little monologue here is because he, he gives a really good speech and yeah, he, he, he breaks it down in a really in a in a way that I think a lot of people can understand. And I don't yeah. know if there's a lot of um, what would you say that me being a, a straight white man and, and the minority of of Grey's Anatomy fans? Yeah, i definitely would say there are more of you that like it, but it's not the target audience. Right. So, <laughs> and I, I don't know if Alex was written as a character to be that appeal to, to people like myself because he's not mm-hmm. my favorite character. But, and I don't even love football, but I love sports. And he breaks it down and he's yeah. like, it boils, it boils down to like, I got drafted by a team that I really don't like and I hate all my teammates, but like, this is my job. I go out, I do the block, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay. This is the first time that we really get any sense of Alex caring about these people. Yeah. Because 10 minutes ago, he's like, I'm innocent. Fuck you all. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was my favorite one. Which which one was your favorite out of all of these? Shockingly, Christina's was my favorite. Um, yeah, mainly shocking, because shockingly. I love when we see her be vulnerable. It, it happens very rarely. She fights so hard against it. Um, I also just think Sandra O oh is so freaking talented it's absurd and um in that same blog post shonda rhymes even says she's like we shot this scene multiple times and every single time sandra O oh was in- incredible um and i'm like it's it's heavy because you know they, they're all different lengths and they all have different content these little meet these little one-on-ones um hers is pretty heavy meredith's is pretty heavy so i if i had to rank them i would say christina um then george shockingly i actually really like george's um then meredith and alex probably tied and then izzy um because i love the realization like when meredith's just like just so you know i have figured out that you ruined my childhood and subsequently a lot of my life (laughs) and it's just like oh oh all right well that's neat (laughs) Where do we go from here? Yeah. When she's like, um, she left her husband for you and you stayed with your wife. And here we are. And she even says she's like, can't fault you for it. You know, my mom's a difficult bitch. And you stayed with your wife because that was probably easier. Yeah. Um, But uh, that doesn't change how it affected me. 
an innocent yeah. child. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I will say my favorite was response to all of these by Weber was was to Christina Same. when when she was like, "Give me the answers." I I I lost my edge and I need it back and I need you yeah. to help me. And he's like, "I want you to know that I have that answer, but I can't give it to you." Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be responsible for you becoming less human. So good. So and it's good. like, it's, and it's tough too, because I think back to season one where Weber was like, Hey Burke, you could be runner up. You could have my job someday because yeah. you don't give a shit about people. The job is your life. And I get it. And then you have, Weber, who you you kind of get glimpses to his humanity a little bit mm-hmm. uh, throughout the show, but then you you have a scene where he says this, and just last episode, Adele is like, "Do this for your family for this once in your thing. miserable yeah. fucking life." Yeah, and it's like, how how do you? how does he navigate back and forth between those? So I'm really excited for season three and, and, and so on to see more of his, I'm sure there's going to be more arc because Mm -hmm. he's an older guy. Um, and typically people have a lot of those familial realizations in, in their older ages, but, um, I'm very excited for that. And I really am happy with how they wrote Weber in this scene. And I think that where he's talking to Christina pairs so well with later when he's sitting in the gallery and he's like, I've had my whole career here. I was standing in this OR when they told me I was going to be chief. And it's just like, this hospital is like his whole life, but that's a problem. It shouldn't be. That's not work-life balance, (laughs) you know, but it's just so, so good. Um, Also about when he's talking to Christina and, and she's like, I'll tell you who did it. And he's like, no, I don't want to know. I don't. She's like, first of all, you won't. And second of all, I don't want to hear it from you. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> I want to hear it from the person who did it. Um, so good. Uh, <laughs> I love when they start with George, it's like a staring contest for like 45 seconds. They're just staring at each other. And he's like, I'm not going to break. <laughs> so good. Um, I'm starting to get freaked out a little bit, but I'm not going to break. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the only so one that good. literally didn't make sense was fucking Chris, uh, Izzy. I'm a girl. Oh I'm God. pretty. I got big boobs. I'm blonde. Like, okay, <laughs> you're not wrong, but where's the relevance? Yeah, um, I mean, I know the relevance is basically like, oh, when I'm with Denny, he makes me feel like I'm a person and not just like a pretty girl. But however, <laughs> however, <laughs> you still stole an organ from another human being. Yeah. Hmm. And she just says, I know I should feel bad, but I can't feel anything but happy. I'm like, but you should feel guilty because you stole an organ from somebody else. Also, because you're insane. Yeah. And then you and then you like almost ghosted the guy three scenes ago uh, like a crazy person. Also, Uh, I feel like I want Izzy to have been last. So it went Alex, Christina, Izzy, George, Meredith. I really wish it had gone Alex, Christina, George, Meredith, Izzy. But I guess they want to have like the drama of Meredith announcing that she knows that Ellis and Richard had an affair. Yeah. I don't know. It's like because we, the audience, already know that or it's, it's less impactful. Like it's impactful because now Meredith knows. 
However, it's not like a big reveal to us, the audience, because we've been sitting on this information for a large portion of the season. Right. So what did you think about George when he said that you can want someone and not love them or something to that effect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It was his scene. I liked his monologue, but it didn't make Mm -hmm. sense for the actual thing that he was brought in to talk about. Everyone (laughs) else has actually made sense about why they were brought in. And he was basically like self-therapeutic. Yeah, uh, conversation. Like, well, he's saying the whole thing was like, you can want to do something, but not be able to do it. Like, I want to tell you who cut the alphabet wire, but I can't. I want to tell Callie I love her, but I can't because I don't. So, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, so then Meredith uh, goes to Derek and is like, we have to figure out what to do about the dog. Derek is a huge piece of shit just absolutely big old piece of shit oh my god i hate it i want to take his coffee and dump it on his stupid head um so they have to put doc down they they want they're gonna do it that day izzy goes to denny and says yes um bailey tells her to go away (laughs) it's good stuff i love when she's like i will call security on you you dumb hoe And I believe her. (laughs) And then I do love when Denny goes, I tricked her into marrying me. How smart am I? I'm like, poor Denny. Yeah. Poor little does he know he's about to die. (laughs) Poor Denny. You are so, so not alive for much longer. (laughs) Um, Christina goes to see Burke. It's uh, uncomfortable. (laughs) Uh, She's like, Oh, George came to see. And he's like, yeah, he's my friend. Okay. Okay. Um, hostile. This but is deserved. It's so deserved. <laughs> Christina is. has done nothing but suck it up this whole two episodes. This is a good scene. Burke is like, I have to take care of myself. I understand if you can't take care of me and I understand if you can't stay for this. And that just like shows such an under he they they have such an understanding of who they each are, but also like what they see in each other. Like he doesn't look at her and see like a caregiver. And he also knows that when she looks at him, she sees someone that she loves, but also a mentor. And to see part of the if the part of the reason she fell in love with him is because he is like basically this surgical God. And so to see him like fall from that, he's like, you know, maybe she can't stay through it. So I'm going to give her an easy out. Um, yeah, I, I actually had to, I had to turn just, on the captions because I couldn't yeah. understand what he said. It's a bit mumbly. Uh, I won't bear a grudge. Yes. Savage respect. They're both very, um, practical people when it comes to their emotions which doesn't make sense because it's not how people work (laughs) but i love that about them however it does make the relationship difficult so (laughs) but that's what makes it interesting to watch um okay so then oh so sad okay then we're at the bed very sad addison Derek, meredith and finn are there finn is like I'm going to slow his, I'm going to put him like, he's going to go to sleep and then I will put him to sleep. Like I'll stop his heart. Um, stop hitting your microphone stand. I can't, I have to talk with my hands (laughs) for this audio podcast. Um, yes. Uh, so it's just so sad. Anytime you have to put a dog down, it's sad. They're like, what do we do with him afterwards? And Finn is like, we can take care of it. And Meredith is like, we can't just throw him away. He's our dog. 
Derek says he'll bury him on his land over by the lake, which is a very nice gesture because you should do that. Your dog piece of shit human being. Why wasn't cremation an option? It may have been. Some people just want to bury their dogs, though. Man, just for you to accidentally uncover your dog, the bones someday. Well, I think some people, it's therapeutic for them to like uh, dig that hole. Like physically, some people, that's how they like process their grief. It's like they have to physically get the grief out. And uh, yeah, it just we, sounds I mean, like a both. lot of we've manual labor pets. for me. We've cremated pets. We've we've done all the things. It's never fun. I want Grievous to be a tree someday. So you're going to cremate him and then put him in the little pod that grows into yeah. the tree? Yeah. yeah. Those yeah. are so cool. Um, and then it's sad. So they put the dog down. Addison has to leave like right before they do. Um, it's a nice moment when she's like, oh, you know, I shouldn't even be sad. It was like, no, he wasn't my dog for that long. And then Derek does say, it's like Meredith, he was a good dog. Oh, all dogs are good dogs. <laughs> so yeah, but that came on the heels of them awkwardly holding, like touching hands for a second there. Poor doc. Poor, poor vet. Poor Addison. Also. Ugh, so true. Poor everyone except Eric and Meredith. Um, okay. So then it's prom. We're at prom, 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 prom. One thing's universal. Okay. That's from a musical. That's my, that's, that's a dog that I never liked. A Pomeranian. It's an audio podcast, but I feel like everyone can hear the face that I'm making at you right now. It's not impressed. It's this was just like that scene but in also the not last surprised. Yeah, this <laughs> is like that scene in the last Star Wars where they had to put a uh, a sign on the theater and saying, hey, just so you know, there's going to be a sequence where there's no audio. There's nothing wrong. <laughs> it was written like that. And that's just what happened here. So there's nothing wrong with your audio. <laughs> Kelki just wrote it like that. I just hate him. Um, okay. <coughs> We're a problem. Finn shows up looking for Meredith. He's like, hey, Derek. I'm like, it's weird when you guys talk alone. Um, it's like, hey, Derek, where's Meredith? And then they see her coming down the stairs and they're both just like, let's stare at this woman that we both are super into and having a relationship with. And it's weird and triangular. Mm. Um, then we, Addison comes over. I love Addison. I love her so much. I fucking hate her dress. <laughs> I hate yeah. the dress she is wearing. Could have been way I better. It. Why is it that color? It looks like what a senior would have worn to prom in like 2004. And I hate it. And I have seen Addison in ball gowns for other occasions. And she always is killing it or formal wear rather, I should say, but I just hate this dress so much. Um, Shonda in this article talks about like, uh, she had from like the beginning of season two, she was like, I want to have a prom at the hospital. I don't know how yet, but I'm going to make a prom at the hospital because she was like, I love it when I get to put all the men in suits. And then she was like, I just love all the, the decorations and like seeing everyone not in scrubs and it is cool. And she also, it's kind of jumping ahead a little bit. She also goes to say like, you don't realize it at first, but when they're all in the room with Denny, Izzy is the only one not in black. So it uh, immediately goes from a prom to a funeral. And I'm like, oof, oof, oof. 
It hurts. I did not realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like all of them in that room. So Christina, Meredith, George, Alex, Callie, they're all wearing black and Izzy's in pink and Denny is dead. So you're just like, ouch. <laughs> ouch. Wow. Good writing. Yeah, Good exactly. writing. <laughs> exactly. Very brilliant. Um, okay. So the chief goes, dances with his niece. Such a great moment. Just lovely moment, but so sad because you know this 17-year-old is going to die. So sad, but such a good moment. Played so well. And she's like, I've been loved. And you just see him in his eyes thinking about all of his mistakes that he's made. The 17-year-old who's made no no affair mistakes. <laughs> she's just been a, been a kid and now she has to die and it's very sad. So is this going to be a situation like the the lawyer where the, when they sue Addison and that's the end of the plot point, like, are we going to actually see this finish up in the beginning of season three? Or is I'm this it? Does Cammy, does Cam, I, yeah, this isn't a spoiler. I just need to know how much emotional investment I need to put into this. This is what Do, it is. Okay. You're going to see her again. Not a lot, but again, but here's okay. what's dumb. <laughs> Different actress. <laughs> so. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for telling so, me now. Yeah, that's not my favorite thing, but it, yes. and, and I don't consider that a spoiler because I don't know what's going to happen, but yeah. I just need to know if it could, because I would have really actually been very pissed. Oh, sorry. Did, do you hear that? Was that loud? Yes. Um, I'm livid. Sorry. Uh, I would have been more pissed if they would have used the cop out of the time between season two and three. It's just, you're led to believe that she passed away in between. Uh, so thank you for that. I appreciate it. Yeah. I don't consider that a spoiler. Thank you. You're so okay. Good question. Good question. Um, George chases down Callie in the hallway and he's like, I, I hate this scene. I hate this scene so much. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't mind the content of the scene and like the moment, the, the, the realization they get to the blocking and execution of this scene is weird. It's a weird energy. The makeout at the end is super weird and aggressive. I just don't get it. <laughs> it's just like, but like the content of their conversation, I like, I think it's a good resolution to like what they're dealing with. Um, I think George does a good job explaining himself without being like, I just don't love you. You know what I mean? Because that's essentially what he's saying, but he's saying it in a kind and caring way. Yeah. And, and that's and that's fine. I think George George executed the verbal part of that speech yes. very well. Um, and also, Callie was very sweet, and she's like, "I hate that I'm so into you." Blah blah blah. Okay, mm -hmm. cool, cool. Um, I just don't like any time a guy is physically manhandling a woman, saying, "Don't fight it." Yeah, it's really I'm, weird. I'm uncomfortable. Um, I'm uncomfortable. The blocking in it is weird. Also, <laughs> she looks so good. She's so fucking hot. She's so tall. She's very tall. She's beautiful. I love her so much. Um, this, yeah, the blocking of the scene is what's weird. The content, the verbal conversation doesn't get to me. The blocking is weird. Yeah. Um, and again, the makeout at the end is just like so aggressive. And they're in the hallway and it's just weird. <laughs> but you know what? I'm happy that they're resolved. Yeah. Which you said they would be. I'm pretty sure. The prediction. I, I really think remember. I was predicting everything correct in this episode. <laughs> Interesting. I um, think my exact prediction was she was going to tell him how how she feels, which yeah. she did. Yeah. 
Um, also, she says he's the first person she's ever said I love you to, which is bonkers to me. Well, I interpreted that as first. I interpreted that okay. as she's that's that's the way I interpreted it. Because I can't imagine, and maybe, maybe the, I mean, I know this does happen where people are late bloomers, they get into relationships mm-hmm. later on in life, whatever. Um, but I, I, the way I took that away is she's, this is the first time, I'm a person who says I love you first now, is the way that I took that. Interesting. Okay, so that's, I mean, that's a valid interpretation. I feel like that's not how I took it, but it's, that's why we have the podcast, so we can discuss different interpretations of things. Yes. And if you think differently, uh, email us at crazyacademypod <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, okay, so Finn and Meredith are dancing. They're talking about finally maybe having some sex. Um, and then he has this very nice speech about how he used to make plans and then his wife died and he stopped making plans, but then he met Meredith and now he makes plans again and it's, Super great if you, you know, don't know that Derek exists. Right. Um, and they're like making eyes at each other while he's giving this great speech and he's fucking dancing with Addison. Um, and then, uh, then she's like, oh, I'm going to go splash some water on my face. And Derek's like, I'm going to go fuck Meredith. Splash in the semen room. on her face. <laughs> um, nice. Um, so she leaves. He follows her. She's like, leave me alone. He fucking doesn't. Um, I, I do like the argument that they have, but I hate them so much. Um, I, she's like, stop looking at me. And I, I do love the line. I would give anything not to be looking at you. Like I want to be looking at my wife, but I can't, I just can't quit you. (laughs) That's what it reminds me of. I'm Um, losing my religion. So then they yell and then they fuck. And this, Remember when you were here and we recorded an episode and I was like, you predict something perfectly. It was because you said in the season finale, Derek and Meredith would have sex with each other. <laughs> Wait, that's, I said that. I don't even remember <laughs> yes. saying that. <laughs> yes. Oh. And that's when I, and I was like, I told you that you had predicted something perfectly. So then for like four episodes, you were like, was this the thing? And I was like, no, it's a long time away. <laughs> Cause that was <laughs> January and now it's June. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. That's like half um, a year. Yes, you did predict that in the season finale, they would have sex. So claps. You did a thing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Shonda, you can recruit me anytime you want um, because you're getting predictable, old lady. Predictable. Wow. Just kidding. This, I'm kidding. She's <laughs> um, great. Okay. It was still, listen, I wasn't, first off, I don't even remember making that predict- prediction. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I believe it. I believe that you wouldn't give me kudos if they weren't real. Um, it's true, because I do hate doing that. Right. Uh, here's the thing, though. I didn't think they were going to fuck. When that scene started, I was like, damn it, I, I hate this show. I hate this fucking show. This is so stupid. They're kissing. I'm so tired of it. I'm done. I'm over it. No. And then later on, if they're going to do it, fucking, they're going to do it. And I'm like, oh, Panties so off. Yo. And then, man, the look that Callie gives Derek. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Callie finds Meredith and gives Derek my favorite look of all time. A queen oh iconic. Gosh. If looks could kill, that man would be roasting in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. That first, was. uh before we get to Kelly, let's talk about. So we see Izzy arriving. Um, she sees Alex. She's like, oh, I'm going to go see Denny before I go up to prom. See you up there. And then we have our slow-mo scene of Derek and Meredith fucking. And then right at the end 
it speeds back up and Denny dies in regular time. And it is the, the, if you say like, Oh, and then there's a slow motion scene of them fucking. I'm like in my head, I'm like, that's stupid. But because the entire season has been building to it, I'm like, as much as I hate the fact that it's happening, I, I think that the way they execute it is well done with the music behind it. Um, and I think, I just think it works really well as much as I truly hate it. Um, just because the entire season has been building up to this. Um, and it finally, finally happens. And you're like, as much as you hate it, you're just like, fucking finally, we can all move on with our fucking lives. Um, I, before we get to the Denny thing, um, and I know we're, we're, we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but he's like, where does that leave us? Right. Derek's like, where does that leave us? Yeah. And, and that's fine because here's the thing, like if they're going to be together, then fine, just do it. But like Derek needs to break up with Addison and like let her live her life. And yeah, the, the thing that is a bummer that's sad. And this is one of the reasons that I, I'm, I, I hate Derek's character more is because they've written this guy as someone who's going to just keep doing this bullshit unless mm-hmm. Meredith physically says, okay, you know what? Let's do this. Yeah. Well, and it kind of mirrors the whole Richard and Ellis thing, right? Because Derek is over here like, what does this mean? Like, what do you, what do you, are you going to tell me to leave my wife or am I just going to stay with her? Right. Because Meredith has no ties, right? I mean, she's kind of dating someone, but like she's not married. Barely. So it's like with the whole thing where it's like, oh, Ellis left Thatcher, but you didn't leave Adele. Right. So he's like waiting. He's like, you have to tell me to leave Addison because I'm not going to do it. I have to be a good guy. So I'm going to stay with her unless you tell me to leave her. I'm not going to be at fault. Like someone else is going to be to blame. That's so annoying. Just a a huge character flaw, in my opinion. Yeah, it's the worst. (laughs) Take responsibility. Um, Okay, I do want to say this. As much as I detest Izzy so much, like even before all the Denny stuff, you know, I've said so many times, she's one of my least favorite characters. Very annoying, very inappropriate, very unprofessional. It is impossible not to feel bad for her when you have just seen Denny die and they cut to her getting on the elevator looking so fucking happy. She thinks she's going to go talk to her fiance and you know, she's going to, we don't see the moment when she is told that he's dead or she goes in there and sees that he's dead. And I, can't even imagine that moment. I I almost like that we don't see it because just like imagining it is just like impossible, but it's impossible not to feel bad for her when you see that. And you're just like, Oh my God, it's so bad. It's just so bad. Cause you know, what's coming. It's yeah. just heartbreaking. There's a scene. I, there's a vivid scene in my head and I don't know what show it's from, but it's really going to bug me because it's, it's what I imagine if they were, if they were uh, shooting this and they wanted to have that scene, in the original writing and, and they probably tried it a couple different times. Yeah. Um, there's a scene in my head and I don't know what it's from, but there's this woman who gets some kind of bad news on the phone and she completely drops to her knees. Mm-hmm. And that's what I imagine. This is like, she walks in and sees him or Bailey tells her, and it's just yeah. completely like just you you lose the use of your legs, right? Yeah. Um, but it almost hits in a it hits in a completely different way when you cut to, uh, and I think I, I completely agree. You have a great point when it cuts yeah. to her laying in bed with this dead person. Yeah. 
So before we go to their room, right, we get Callie finding Meredith and is like, hey, you need to come. It's Izzy. The nurses sent me to find you. Then we see Bailey going to Richard and, and telling him Denny Duquette died at 742 this evening. Um, when they, when we follow Meredith down the hall and turn into the room and see Izzy in the bed and all the other interns are already there, again, as much as I do not like Izzy, this entire sequence gives me just goosebumps every time. Again, I don't love Catherine Eigel as a person, but I will never say she's not talented as an actress. She is amazing in the scene. The writing is amazing. This. Okay. So we've just had the scene with the sex, right? Which is underscored with this very, um, I don't even know how you would describe it, like ethereal music. And then we have this scene and it is just silence. And the silence is so loud. You can just like feel it. And it's like so heavy with the Denny is dead thing. And she's just like, he died all alone. I wasn't here. No one was here. It was clots. Dr. Han did a great job with the surgery. The heart was strong, but he still died. And they're all just like, you can't do anything. Like we, we, no one could have done anything. They're all trying to not reassure her, but like, I guess comfort her, but no one's, no one knows what to do. Cause what do you do? Right. Like no one know you, there's nothing to be done. You can't do anything. The man she thought she was going to marry has just died. And that's what you, again, what do you do? There's nothing. Um, Alex shows up and she, it's just like, she doesn't cry until the end, which I think is executed and written very well. Cause again, if we had seen her, find it and then like how do we get to the bed did she cry right away did she not cry right whatever so the way they show the progression of her just being like leave me alone I want to be with Denny and she's just like so quiet and it's not the Izzy we're used to seeing because she's so bubbly and happy all the time so when she's just like basically whispering she's like leave me alone I want to be with Denny and then Alex of all people I love the choice to make it Alex be like that's not Denny and she's like shut up and he's like, it's not Denny. And someone who loves you the way that Denny loved you wouldn't want you to do this. And it's just like, oh, it's just like so, so hard to watch. Yeah, and especially again, because impossible not to feel for her. Right. And I, and I did make a note, too, because there's there's a small scene right before Izzy gets the news where Izzy and Alex run into each other. Walking right. down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And it's civil. And it's civil. Perfectly nice scene. But you can tell Alex cares about her. Mm-hmm. And I think there's almost this, this moment before this where I think he, he actually does let go in this moment of like, yeah. all right, Izzy loves Denny. He's got the heart. He's going to live. I need to let go of this. Izzy, yeah. I'm happy for you. And I think that's and like that's- this little mini arc in that scene. And that goes well with what he says to the chief where he's like, yeah, maybe I don't love being here with Izzy, but I can at least like not hate her anymore. Right. And then I'm not saying that Izzy and Alex will have a period of time where they're together, but the way Alex carries himself and handles Izzy in this scene does, I think at least from a viewer perspective, open that door for mm-hmm. a possibility in the future. Right. Yeah, they're just like 
coming back together in this moment of like desperation and need for comfort. And he's the one that kind of bridges that gap for all of them. Cause again, they're all just standing there like, what the fuck do we do? And he's like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take her out of this bed. It's so hard. Also every time when, when Meredith is like, they have to move him. It's just like, Oh my God. Like, Oh, and that's when she says an hour ago, he was proposing. And now that he's going to the morgue. And then when she finally like breaks down and cries, and this is also okay. Chasing cars. Did we talk about chasing cars yet? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't remember if there was. So this is like, I think because of this scene specifically and because this song took off on the radio, chasing cars became like synonymous as like a Grey's Anatomy song. They just started using it in like all these promos. Um, they use it in multiple other episodes. I think at some point it's the name of an episode. So chasing cars just kind of becomes known as being like a Grey's Anatomy song, which is just like good stuff. So it's like, oh, no, the one that we talked about was How to Save a Life. How to Save a Life, yes. It was very similar right around the same time. We can give chasing cars to Grey's Anatomy and then Scrubs can have How to Save a Life. (laughs) Okay. Um, What was the scene that How to Save a Life was playing originally? I don't know. I just know exactly what happens in the episode that's called How to Save a Life. Which which one which one was that? Um it's not one that we've seen yet, so I cannot tell you. It no, is no, no, no. Like not not the title. Not the title of. There, oh, which a couple one was of, it in? Yeah, it was a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. Because I remember the scrub two. scene. <laughs> it's okay. We'll 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 talk about that off air. Um or or bring it up for the, the season three prediction episode. Okay. Um, I so bad. Okay. Um, Izzy sobs. None of them know what to do. Christina goes to Burke. Okay. I love that this happens after Christina watches Izzy lose Denny because she's like, okay, you know what? Fuck my bullshit. It doesn't matter what's happening to him because he's alive. Like he could be dead. So I'm going to be with him. And I just think that's a nice human moment for her. And it's just, again, goes with the vulnerability that we saw from her earlier in the episode. Um, then all the interns come down. Oh, the chief is like looking for the interns and then they all come down together. And like the shot of Izzy walking with the rest of them trailing behind her is so good. Um, and she, I, I guess the chief was looking to like tell her, I guess the chief didn't know that she knew. I don't know, but you can obviously tell she knows the second you see her. So she comes up and she's like, I cut the LVAD wire. No one helped me. I did it by myself. Also I quit. And you're just like, did you see that coming? I did not see that coming. Uh, but mostly because, uh, I thought that she was on this uh, again. I thought that she was only on for three seasons. So I was like, oh, maybe it was only two seasons. And then she's done and she never comes back. But yeah, uh, yeah no, I did not see her quitting coming back. So I have to figure out what that means for, for the next seasons moving forward. Because I don't know right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so then... Yeah, she quits. And then they go down the stairs. And Finn is like, oh, Meredith, let me take you home. She just stands there and stares between Meredith and or between Derek and Finn. And you're just like, uh, and then look at the last note that I wrote here. Such a triangle. Fuck this show. (laughs) 
fuck this show. So dumb. So. I'm so annoyed. It's okay. Hold on. Before we jump into really our our end thoughts on this episode, what do you rate it? Five. Yeah, that's. It's like it ended and I was it's like, five. oh, that's a five. That's just incredible television. Yeah. Incredible right? writing, a- incredible acting. Like everything about it is so perfect. That's yeah. what you get with Shonda, you know? She's just, she knows what the fuck she's doing. Yeah. It's, uh, and also for um, anyone who this is your first time listening. We rate every episode <laughs> in a perfect world. Um, <laughs> except for when we forget. Except, which except for that one time. One. No. Um, on a scale of one to five, and that's uh, med student, intern, intern, resident, fellow, fellow attending. attending. So this is, so an this is an attending. Solid attending. Attending who has been in the career for so long and just yeah. really fucking knows what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Good ass attending. Yeah. What we what we might need to do as the seasons go go farther on, we may need to add a six and it's like chief on a scale of one to we six. We really make it need nice to get even. to ten. I'm gonna get us to ten. I'm gonna do All it. Right. I think I'm gonna make one a corpse in the morgue. <laughs> and ten will be chief. <laughs> oh gosh. That's funny. So, um, so here's here's my overall thoughts on the episode. Yes. You know how last episode we said uh, that the acting was a five, but the episode wasn't a, it was a 4.81 or something. I think we both agreed yeah. on. Yeah. Um, I think you had both in this episode. Oh, there yeah, wasn't 100%. a single acting uh, uh, performance that I thought it's not a five. It's, it was a five yeah. across the board. Uh, the Every only, moment. the only thing that was uncomfortable was that scene with, <laughs> Uh, George and, George and, and Callie, Callie, but it was still acted well. Yeah, the writing was a five. The execution was a five. The the Burke and Christina resolution was a five. Um, I was sad with the Denny thing, but it made sense. It had to happen. The mm-hmm. only thing that I hated in this episode, truly, and and I say fuck the show, fuck this episode, fuck everything. It's really just the Derek and Meredith bullshit. Like I'm pissed that they had yeah. sex. Um, because we don't really we don't see Addison after that really it's I think we see her but she doesn't have Just any for like lines that I don't moment think. when she, when um when the chief is like have you seen the interns and then they come and Derek yeah. just like turns away real quick and Addison's like what the fuck yeah what were your final thoughts on this episode um, I agree everything's a five acting five writing five execution five everything's so good um. It's sad when Denny dies, but it has to happen. There's really no other like logical way to wrap that story up. Um, I remember being like, whoa, is he quit? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's annoying that Meredith and Derek have sex, but also in a way it's like, okay, finally there's some, f- because for so much of the season, it's been just a standstill of different ways for them to annoy me. So right. there's finally like action on it. Um, it's active. It's not passive anymore. So you're like, okay, maybe there will be a fucking change. Um, so I like that as much as I hate that. Um, I also like that it was Callie that found them. I just think that's funny because she's not super in on, on the drama yet, but she like kind of is. 
So I like that she was the one, and I just love that look she gives Derek. Um, it's so, so good. Again, I just think as much when when you and I both like don't like Izzy's our least favorite character, and you still feel so bad for her. I think that says a lot about the show's ability to make its viewers emote and yeah. relate. So, um, <clears throat> I do have some questions that Ryan sent in for us because oh. we could not have him on the show. Ryan, we love you, and we'll have you on the show at some point. But um, yes. These were, he just sent in some questions. He said, in your opinion, should Denny have lived? Which we kind of already answered. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. If, <clears throat> I apologize. I've had to clear my throat quite a bit tonight. Same. Um, if they wanted to execute Catherine Heigl's character differently, then Yes. Because I think they could have written her off the show with their marriage. Mm-hmm. And if you've watched Suits, with which Ryan, I know you have because we've we've talked about this. When Meghan Markle and um, Prince Harry, Patrick Patrick J. Adams get married on the show, that's how they write her off of the show Mm -hmm. and then she goes on to be a princess Mm -hmm. so i think if the only way i would have been okay with denny living if that was how they wrote katherine heigl off the show in my opinion yeah uh it sucks because you like him as a character and that's the toughest thing to do because i can imagine being in that room with shonda and all of the writers and all of the executives saying can he live and her being like no he has to die i get it it makes sense um we've all watched shows where people die that we like it happens um but the only way it made sense for him to live is if it was a vessel to remove katherine heigl from the show yeah um, the next question he asked is a prediction and we're going to have a season three prediction episode. So I'm going to ask this question in the next episode. So I'm not skipping it, Ryan. It'll come up in the next episode. Um, the other question, if Grey, because Tessa Thompson is in this, ep- in this episode, I love this question. If Grey's Anatomy was a Marvel type show, what superpowers would all the characters have? <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I feel I feel very Guardians of the Galaxy with this with mm-hmm. this group. Like uh yeah. George is fucking Groot. Uh <laughs> Derek is Star Lord. Alex. Alex is dr- a rocket. Um, um for sure I was going to say Alex is rocket. <laughs> Alex is rocket. Um and then uh you know Meredith is uh unfortunately Gamora even though she is nothing like Gamora. <laughs> She's more like a nebula, maybe. Yeah, ah, Christina's, Christina's nebula. More like a no- Christina's Gamora. nebula. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Um, only because she hates everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then Izzy is Mantis, fucking for sure. <laughs> Just so stupid. Um, but happy. But happy. Uh, because she's so pretty and she's got big boobs and she's blonde. And she's like, I can feel everyone's feelings. <laughs> um. And then that leaves uh, Bailey is uh, Yandu. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Weber is Ego. Uh, um, who's Burke? 
Burke is Sylvester Stallone's character. Uh, <laughs> who's like the leader of the, the Ravager, the, the Ravagers, Raiders? Ravagers, Ravagers. Yeah. Ravagers? Ravagers. Yeah. Something like that. And then, um, uh, I'm trying to think who else is in, who else in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Um, Addison. Uh, Addison is the lady leader of the Nova Corps. <laughs> and then uh um who's another who's another male character? Uh I'm in trying to think Guardians. In 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 Grey's Anatomy. Give me another male character. Denny. <laughs> Denny's John C. Riley's character from the Nova Corps. <laughs> There it is. I just Guardians of the Galaxy this shit. Motherfuckers. That was all oh, at the top of my head. I feel really incredible. good about that, actually. Incredible. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, I have no idea how to follow that. Um, I don't know. I feel like Derek would be an Iron Man type where he doesn't have powers, but he, like, invents something to get powers. Um, Alex is, like, a Thor vibe. George is, I guess, kind of like a Captain America vibe because I don't really like either of them. (laughs) But it's interesting because you just gave gave Derek your favorite character. No, I said he's like Iron Man because he wouldn't have powers. So he's also like Batman, okay? He doesn't have powers. He just gives himself something to have powers. Which which version of Batman? The the Ben Affleck, Christian Bale, or uh, Robert Pattinson? (laughs) Or Michael Keaton or George Clooney. Definitely not either of those two because those are good. Um, Yeah, I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Derek's irrelevant. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Derek's like an inconsequential person who just wants to have superpowers. So he gives himself some. Um, Christina is like Captain Marvel where she's just actually super strong (laughs) and super powerful. Derek could be uh, that that hammer that hammer guy in in Iron Man two where he wants to be the military supplier and oh he, Justin he, Hammer Justin Hammer yeah he's he could be the yeah, shitty yeah, yeah. guy yeah yeah for sure where he just like, wants everything he's so dumb I hate him I I actually recently watched Iron Man two and I was like this guy is annoying also Elon Musk is in that movie so good times um and then who else is he. I'm going to keep Izzy as Mantis because that's just too perfect. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> I just feel everyone's feelings, but also I'm super fucking weird. Um, I don't know what Meredith would be. I guess Addison would be like Black Widow because she's such a badass. Um, Meredith can be. I don't know who Meredith can be. Um, Pepper Potts. <laughs> you know, that would maybe work. She serves purpose, but also gets on my nerves. <laughs> so. Um, it is what it is, but yeah, that's pretty good. Bailey, who would Bailey be? Oh man. What powers does Bailey get? All of them. All of them. <laughs> Whoever's in charge. That's Bailey. Bailey, Bailey is be... Nick Fury. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Bailey's the puppet master. Um, okay. So that was, that was fun. Good, good stuff. Um, and then <laughs> this is not a question. But this is just a statement made by Ryan. Finn should be with Addison. <laughs> so I guess they can just swap couples. Fine. I'm I'm okay with it. I actually don't hate Finn. Yeah, no, Finn's great. 
Um, there is a show. I think every time I go on IMDb and I go to type in Grey's Anatomy, he comes up as being on some other show. Um, where he's his head is shaved, <laughs> um, uh, but he still looks the same. But I think he's like uh, like a a SWAT person maybe. I'm gonna. This is gonna bother me. I've never watched the show, but I swear to God, it comes up all the time. Every time I'm on IMDb, it comes up with this picture of him. NCIS Los Angeles. <laughs> Just, it's always this picture that comes up. You see him? It's nice. Kind of a glare. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's definitely got the face for like the action procedural drama type situation for sure. Um. He's an attractive fellow. He's also got very nice hair. You know. Yeah, I don't hate it. it. It's one of the reasons that in I like it. the other show, he's head is shaved, so <laughs> doesn't have that much hair in that one. Um, okay, so I think that was it, because we're going to, again, we're going to do um, an episode for season two summary slash season three predictions. So that'll come out next week or possibly a week after that, and then we're going to take a break. So we might take a break and then do that episode and then take a break and then do season yeah, three. We'll f- well, We're let's let's just decide now. Let's just let's just decide now. Let's do these episodes are back to back. Yes. Next. So week if you're listening we will to do... this, you've found out that it's already come out the day after. The day yes, after you're the welcome. <laughs> Surprise. Um, uh, but let's let's do uh, the prediction episode next week. Okay. And then we'll take some weeks off. But when we do the prediction episode week, we will share how many weeks off we will be taking. Yeah, we'll keep you guys updated. And you can follow us on Instagram at Grey's Academy Pod because we'll update there too because I am very close to giving birth, which could potentially alter the schedule of which these episodes are released because I will be a little preoccupied. Um, Selfish. I know. So, yeah, we'll just keep you guys updated there. So if you log on and there's you're like, what the fuck's happening? There's not an episode. You can check there for updates. Um, I'm also going to try to link this Shonda, um, Shonda blog post that she wrote about this episode because I thought it was super interesting to read. Um, lots of insights. So cool to like kind of hear about her own thoughts in the in the process and like how much she didn't want to kill Denny and all that stuff. Um, I just think she's so, so brilliant. Um, not with just this show, but in everything she's done, I've loved it all. So, uh, I'll try and link that on Instagram. I don't know if I'll be able to, uh, that'll probably be up in our stories if I'm successful. (laughs) Um, and, uh, if you have anything you want to email us, if you, uh, we have a week before we do our prediction episode. So if you have questions, that you want me to ask Carmen to predict for season three, you can email those in at grazeacademypod at gmail.com. Um, if you want to include spoilers and just have me like filter through and figure out how to ask them without the spoilers, that's fine. I'll do my best. Um, but you guys <laughs> yeah. can like send in any questions that you want to hear his predictions on for season three. You can either message us on Instagram or send them at that, that email address. Again, it's both grazeacademypod on Instagram and at gmail.com. Um, thank you for listening. <laughs> Here's thank you for these last three episodes have all been like an hour and a half. So, uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We really enjoyed, um, watching these and, and recording these. Uh, I've been so excited to get to the end of season two, mainly these three episodes. Cause I know that they're just like so freaking good. Um, and I'm glad that they elicited the appropriate response from Carmen. And, uh, we are very on 
in agreement on our views on these episodes, which I, I really like. I like that a lot. So Yeah. It's been fun, especially when like last episode, you're like, four, I was like 4.81 and you're like, yeah, 4.81. I was like, what? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if I sound out of breath, it's because there's a baby on my lungs and I can't breathe anymore. So it's super fun. Um, he's like Fair. under my rib cage for the past like three days. Um, but I'm not dying. It just sounds like I am. So that's uh, super fun. But thank you guys so much for listening through these episodes. I know it seems tedious, but we hope you enjoyed listening because we enjoy making them. So uh, always open to suggestions and questions and comments and anything else. Uh, if you have a second to leave a review or a rating, we super appreciate that. Um, or share us with some friends. These finale episodes are big, so hopefully we'll get some new people finding us this way and hope you guys take the time to go back and listen to other episodes. If this is your first couple that you're finding. Um, and we just really appreciate all the support from you guys. And again, watching those numbers grow every week is super cool and seeing people from like all over the world download is just like crazy bonkers that people in other countries even know we exist. is like absurd to me, but in the best possible way. Um, so we just hope that we bring a little bit of joy to your weeks and your commutes and your whatever you're doing when you're listening to these episodes. And maybe we've inspired you to do a Grey's rewatch with us and catch up on all those classic early episodes, you know, pre-season 18 and 19 which we're going to get into soon so it's crazy and uh we just soon is a bit of a loose term there <laughs> soon like they they gray's anatomy will be doing those yes. episodes soon we will be getting to those in like 10 years so <laughs> hopefully we're all still around for that we're all gonna grow together <laughs> um it's been a journey um, and it's been super fun so far and I just get so excited thinking of everything to come and it's, it's getting more and more difficult not to spoil things. So, um, I'm gonna do my best. And if you see Carmen on the street, you should also do your best. Yeah. To, to not spoil it. Don't spoil it. Don't Please. think about it. Don't, uh, like that's the whole premise of the show is that I have absolutely <laughs> idea. no idea, uh, what's happening. Uh, if this is your first time. Go back and listen to our first episode because I did not even know uh, that Catherine Heigl was in this show. Um, I was like, oh, hey, Catherine Heigl. I like her. Um, and, and here she is. So, yeah, that's how little I know about this show. Uh, but keep, keep that. Uh, don't spoil it. And uh, we appreciate everything you do. And we will see you all in the next one.